0: Welcome to this episode of the Tack Rag Podcast. My name is Kevin Nelson, and I am. Uh, it is my pleasure to be your host. In this episode, you're going to get to meet uh, Jim Williams and Rob Lissert. Uh They are a. They, they have worked as a team since they came to work with us in California about six years ago. Uh, Jim and Rob are. Uh, I, they've been selling for decades. Uh, both came. Through Thompson Lacquer to Finish Master, and then came over to us. Uh, they have built really from scratch. Brought, have, have built a about a two and a half million dollar a month book of business, and it's a gr- it was a great conversation to get to know them better, but also to understand how they've gone about building relationships and and uh, cultivating uh, their their business. So I hope you enjoy this conversation. Well welcome to the Tap Rag podcast. It's my pleasure today to introduce you to to two gentlemen that I've known now for I don't even know how many years. It seems like a lifetime, but it hasn't been that long. 6 Thank years, you. 6, six years,
1: years.
0: 6 years, but let me, get, let me introduce you to Rob Lacert, Jim Williams. We call them the dynamic duo out in in the uh, the California LA market area. Um welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank gentlemen. You. Thank you.
0: So let's start off with each one of you, kind of who you are, and you know if you want to share how old you are, because we talked before we started recording, we're we're all a little long in the tooth, but you guys both look good. So,
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, Rob, let's start with you. Where? Tell me about your history.
1: Okay. Uh, well, first of all, I'm sixty two. Oh, yeah, started started the business as a driver, uh, then moved into the store as a mixer. Then I started color matching. Then I went on the counter. Then I then I became a manager. And then I left that company and went to work for, for Thompson Lacquer. And I uh, went there as a color matcher, then the, the counter, and then uh, opportunity came into sales, and I jumped on it. Now, stop right there. So,
0: as you move through this, obviously, how much direct contact with the customers did you have in this obviously driver you were you were meeting customers then you moved on to the counter or mixing how much direct contact with your cust- with your customers did you have at that time
1: back in those days it was quite a bit because a lot of shops didn't have mixing machines so you dealt a lot with the customers uh firsthand over the counter you know those kind of things so you kind of did sales over the counter when you were you know in on the counter or in the store manager sure back in those days. So you were you were building relationships with customers yeah. all the way back then, right? Yeah, right.
0: Excellent, excellent. So, how many years have you been uh, been on the road selling? Selling, I've been about thirty eight years selling. Selling, all right. Yeah. yeah, let me jump over to your compadre there, and Mr. Williams, your your tell us your uh, your story.
2: I I've, I've been in the collision repair industry, or I started making a living in this industry forty four years ago. So um, it's, it's been a long journey. Um, I went to a trade school. Uh, I went to one of the local trade schools here. I was into cars with my dad and all that kind of stuff. But then I became a painter. I absolutely loved it. I was obsessed with it. So I was in that end of the business for 11 years. I worked for a gentleman that did the Pebble Beach concourse cars, started as a helper for him, and then went up into a production painter at dealerships. Um, owned a small body shop with a friend of mine for a couple of years and a paint rep that was stopping by and visiting. You know, I was, I was intrigued. It looked like a really easy job. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I said, wow, I'm in the back and I'm, you know, I'm getting dirty and I'm doing all this stuff. And you know, the rep would come in and I went, what an easy job. Yeah. He just drives was, around and takes people to lunch. That's all he does. Yeah, exactly. How easy <laughs> is that? Right. So uh, uh, I, I started with, with again, I've been in the industry for 44 years and 33 years ago, I started with Thompson Lacquer. And that's when I met Rob. Um, and I started as a young salesman and I would go in and, you know, customers would say, but you don't understand. And I would say, I do understand. I was the other guy on the, on the other side of the counter when, when the owner of or, or the regional or whoever from Thompson Lacquer would call saying, we need a check. And I'm looking at the checkbook. We don't have the money. So, you know, we've, I've experienced, I've been on the other end. So I did the, um, the painting and we did the, the small shop. And then, like I say, when I moved into uh, the finish master, excuse me, the Thompson lacquer era, um, you know, we wore, a, we wore a, a tie to work every day, Ken. Yeah. And uh, we were dressed. That's what they believed, you know, because the dealer principal, that's what everybody did back then. So I journeyed through that. I loved it. I was actually obsessed with the job. It was it, it was just I just loved selling. I just always liked, you know, meeting the people and it was all, all about building relationships for me at that point. So. so when did you two? So you both were working for, for Thompson Lacquer. Yeah. Right. And
1: did were you working closely together then almost as a team? Yeah. Or when did all of that take place? Well back in those days, we did we still do, but a lot of employment, find people, body men painters, uh, estimators, buy shop managers, we'd find people jobs. So what would happen is we would talk at least two or three times a week saying, hey, I need a painter for this shop. Do you have anybody? Or do you, you know, and we built a relationship on helping each other out. And that's kind of how we, you know, started working together. Kevin, yes. I, when a customer needed a body man, you had an eight and a half,
2: eleven 11 piece of paper and you'd roll through and you had, two sheets of body men, you know, what are you looking for? You need a guy that works on Fords and he's in your area. We have plenty of employees. So we really did well moving those people around. And, right. and we. So, interacted. How, so how is that working today? I mean, the, there's a shortage
0: of, 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 people now how, and it's, and it's dangerous, right? Yeah. Because we're, our sales, our sales organization within the NCSSSI organization are listening to this podcast, it's dangerous now to to move people around because you piss one person off, make another person happy. Right. But do you find that there is there is a. Is there still a
1: need for that or how are you guys handling? Oh, yes, it's gigantic. Yeah. So the main thing is fitting the right person in the right shop. Obviously, you never take anybody from your own customer base. Right. But sometimes a customer will come in and say, hey, um, I need to get rid of this guy. Can you help me? Because if you're in California, you fire somebody that you're going to sue or whatever. So we just politely help the guy find another job without him knowing about it. Something like that. But we work, we work for the owners of the body shop. So whatever they need, we try to fulfill those, you know, uh, needs, you know, definitely. We're not going to slap the hand that
2: feeds us. You know that. Under, so,
0: understood. Understood. You know, now. Yeah. Just so, when, so you guys were working together kind of just Hey, I got a guy that needs a guy. You got a guy.
1: Right. How, how did that, that teamwork cultivate and become what it is? So what I was always on, on a sales team with two other guys. And when I came over to this company um, one, Dustin Martin went to work for BSF and we brought Levi over, but he's in San Diego. But I talked to Jim, I go, Hey, let's just come over as partners. You know, and he wasn't. He never had a partner before, but I just said, look, it works really good. It's very easy because um, I got his back. He's got my back. It motivates both of us to, to hit that number every month. You always got somebody working with instead of you're by yourself, you know, and it, it works really, really good. I know, cool. you,
2: Kevin, we, were, we were number one and number two at Finish Master for many, many years. So Rob was primarily, we didn't have any territorial boundary that we were stuck in. But he was primarily the Orange County guy, and I was primarily the L.A. guy. So we would toggle back and forth year after year. We've always been, you know, A-type and aggressive and, you know, like, who's going to tell the most this year, et cetera, et cetera. So for us, it was the perfect storm, the perfect marriage, the perfect everything. You know, that's, we, that's, uh, we both that's had our, our connections in these territories that was close. You know, um, I mean, L.A. to Orange County, it's all you know it's all doable for us it's just traffic that bogs us down here so um, so you guys are in you guys are in this huge market
0: right. right i mean it's it's the biggest market in in the united states and you constantly i mean month after month you're you're gaining new business now this is, I, we didn't this is where the folks on the that are listening to the podcast are going to know that this is not scripted because i'm going to ask each of you to tell me Rob, what are the strengths that you see that Jim Williams has that helps him to gain new business? And I'll ask Jim to do
1: the same thing with you. So
0: well, Rob, what do you what, Jim, what what would make what makes Jim successful?
1: Uh customer relationships. Uh customers trust him with their business. Um his knowledge of the industry, you know, all the I mean, we pretty know pretty much know every single body shop and every single person and it's hard to believe but there's a lot of business out there and we know kind of every marketplace so but but not individually but as together he knows this segment pretty good and I know this segment you know a word will come up hey have you ever met this guy before? Oh yeah he used to work here here and here you know and but Jim didn't know him or vice versa you know and so I think that but his his relationship with his customers is unbelievable. I mean they will do anything for him. So I got you. And and Jim what would you say about what Rob's just said?
0: What well, his, tactic do you use right. to build that those relationships?
2: Right. Rob Rob first off Rob's knowledge of this industry and uh, anybody that knows Rob, I mean Rob Rob is the first guy at the door in the morning and Rob's the last guy to go home. So and he's putting in long hours. I mean, if you added it up, it's not a forty-hour week, Kevin. You know, it can't We're be in this world. That's right. We love it though. It's not that. Oh my god, I got to do it. It's not. It's. It, it's. You know, it gets tiring sometimes, but you know, it's part of our lives. But you know, I think the thing is also the the trust and the integrity that Rob has. You know, and decisions that he makes. um, I think you know he he's always thinking about the outcome. You we're very careful, and he's very calculated in what he does. And again, the customers love him too. So it's the yin and the yang, you know. Some customers he gels with better, and some I do. So we just kind of we, we 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 cross over and uh, we take care of who who gets along best with each of us. So that's fantastic.
0: So we've been through the last two years an app absolute shit show when it comes to raw materials and having inventory. Uh, I, I'd love to have hear your take on how have you dealt with that with your customers in you know is it just brutal honesty? Is it
1: I mean how, how are you, how have you dealt with it with your customers? Well, first of all, I talked to all the store managers. And, hey, are you guys out of anything? Have you been have you been backward on an order coming in? So maybe we have 10 on the shelf, but the order that just came in was backward. So now we only have 10. Who are they going to go to and what's the alternative product that we're going to sell? Because we're not going to just say, hey, we don't have that. We're going to say, hey, we don't have that anymore, but here's what we're using in place of it. You know, So we, we try to come up with solutions, BSF and PBG. We've moved uh, product around, different clears, different primers, different sealers we've made it work we've really not run out of too many things and not only that we source everything too we get on the phone with our our local paint reps and say hey we need this clear can you get us a couple gallons or whatever the case may be but um we just switch them to another brand a product because we do not want them to buy from well, you don't want from- them to go someplace else not, right? not even for one item not even for one item. Kevin, that's our heartburn. The situation is Rob, like I say, he
2: spends countless hours. You've seen the emails go back and forth where we we get a little frustrated. You know, um, I mean, we're super humble. We, we appreciate all upper management, everything everybody does. But sometimes you just get frustrated when the customer, I walk in or, you know, they got it from Finish Master. You know, that, yeah, if 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 everybody can't get it, we're okay with it. You know what I mean? If it's gone, it's gone, but I'll listen if they go, well, we can't get it from you, but we got it from somebody else. Mm, not a good thing. Yeah, that's so, the toughest part. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: So, guys, you transitioned into, I mean, you
0: had a whole career over there at, at Thompson Lacquer and Finish Master. You moved in with, you came over with us as this team and this huge market. Um, obviously, I've, I've been with you from the beginning of that. And, but, for those that are out there, is it better or worse over at FM? As far as I mean, everybody well, thinks we all we all have two heads here in Raleigh, right? I mean, right.
2: <laughs> and 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 we have, and we all we have a lot of friends at Finish Mastery. You know what I mean? I mean it's our life. I mean Rob was there for thirty years and I was there for twenty seven years. So um, the bottom line is I still have. You know we both still have a lot of connection with their with those people um on a friendship basis it's all about the people you know um uh, again we opened um, NCS Long Beach uh November of 2016 and it you know is an empty building it's this thing isn't pretty you know and oh no um, trust me it was it was it, yeah. and it's still not pretty it right? ain't and it's not in but a good it's, spot and it's the people yeah I mean uh <laughs> If I was taking Mr. Sloan around on a, on a tour, I don't think I'd bring him to NCS Lombies to say how pretty this place is, but it's very effective and it's effective because of the people. And it starts from, like Rob said, he hit it off. It's the drivers, you know? I mean, I'll walk into an account, you know, and the, it'll be a big account or edgy and the, and the owner or the, uh, you know, the person in charge will comment about how nice our driver is or something. I mean, it starts there. And then our driver giving us information you know, come back and saying, hey, there was another distributor in the driveway. Things we want to know. So it starts with them. And then the manager here. I mean, uh, you know, we brought them from Finish Master, the manager, the assistant, uh, the our counter guy. And so we just have great people propped up around us. And I think that's, that's huge. You just mentioned something. So, Rob, you're spending
0: a lot of time looking at working with the manager, looking at inventory, what are we sure what, you know, what, what's the alternative going to be? So how much you're spending countless hours doing it, but in reality, are you starting your week there? Is there a schedule to that, to look at it, to say, what am I I doing? What are we going
1: to do if? Yeah. I mean, I I do it uh, pretty much on a daily basis. Like I just talk, I'll call the manager up and I, I talk to the guy in the two stores in San Diego, the two stores in Riverside uh, the westminster store and the long beach store and, and the la store and i'll say what are you out of you know we we use we have two technicians thank god and we've been moving product around we'll go down to san diego and grab 25 gallons of this and bring it up to our la store we don't want any of our stores to be out of anything and so we just kind of like okay when's the next order coming in it's coming in two weeks well we take all these all these gallons of clear and split them between the store we'll make it to the next delivery and then what happens one store will get 200 gallons. Okay. We'll split it between five stores until the next, you know, and so that's kind of what I've been doing just to make sure everybody has enough rock just to get us by. And literally sometimes it's a day, a day will go by and a shipment will come in. Guess what guys, we got clear again and we'll move that product around. And we just, you know, so we don't let the stores, we, we work as a team out here, you know. And then you also talked about the
0: drivers and, and, I've always said who has more FaceTime with our customers than our drivers? Right. Nobody. Right. So what interaction, I mean, how, how do you prop those folks up? I mean, it's a, it's a tireless job being, especially in the traffic in, in California. Right. But how, how do you interact with them and how often do you interact with
1: them? Well, we see them on a daily basis, but we treat them with respect. Totally um we at christmas thanksgiving whatever we give them little gifts or whatever bring them donuts uh, lunch buy them lunch every once in a while at the store i mean those those people are i mean without them we're nothing you know and it's so right. hard to find a good driver so well
2: and then the, and then the interaction of like rob says you know we're in and out of the stores or at least in this la marketplace quite a bit i mean we're primarily we're at long beach a lot but the situation is, you know, telling the people that they're doing a good job. Everybody likes a pat on the back, right? You with me there? I mean, if the guy is doing a good job for you, let them know it. So, um yeah, it's a big part of it. And our counter guy is fantastic. You know, Ruben's unbelievable. um Beto, uh, Westminster, all these guys, Willie, they, they all do a great job. They work really hard. Awesome. All right.
0: So what about logic? Is, is logic a part of what you guys are doing now? Um, how's it, how's it, uh, helping and supporting your, your business?
1: Well, logic, great for the reports, great for doing inventories. Um, the ordering, ordering is working better and better. Um, we still have issues with, uh, barcode reading, uh, some part numbers issues, but, uh, quantities and those kind of things. Like, is it a, is it a box or is it a case or is it, you know, those kind of things. And, and we got to get the stores to, make common sense judgment when they see one of these orders. Hey, I don't think he wants 10 cases of this. He wants 10 individuals or something like that, but right. just growing pains. It's getting better. It's getting Excellent. better. Well, I knew I knew that that there's been a lot of focus
0: on y'all's market out there to to get us to that, uh, that 62% threshold that we're trying to get to. And I know that right. you guys have been working
2: on it. Well, I, but when you have a salesman, you know, Kevin, we're sitting on a $30 million year right now. So when I say year, just the calendar year, so when we close, we'll be at 30 million. So $2.5 million a month is what we're what we're selling. So when somebody says they want 62% of that business versus a salesman that's doing a hundred grand, do you, do you understand what I'm saying? Sure. Maybe one or two accounts and they'd hit their 62%. Where with us, it's there's a lot going I'm on. I'm not, I'm not bitching, I promise. No, I yeah. know. <laughs> I get it. I get it. But we've lived through this uh for years with sales, you know, when you yeah, we're pushing, and where it fits in the right place, and as as time allows, we're trying to uh, to get
1: to that number. So, so we do we do very little ordering ourselves. So all of our customers order themselves. Um, you know, there's only a few accounts that we actually place orders for. So we we get them all organized on how to order, when we want them to order, and all those type of things. We run numbers on almost every single one of our account gross profit wise. And we we review those with the owners and the managers and all that. So we do all those kind of things. So that's um, where that's where logic and the reporting is really helpful, right? Well, right. It, it makes it much faster and much easier for us. Um, but uh, to get everybody to order on online, you got to have a good computer. You got you know you got to know the barcodes and all those different things. It's just oh, it's easier to make a phone call. You know. Yeah. It makes yeah. sense. it
2: just makes sense. Some people, some people like the interaction too, it's, right? You know, Kevin, you've been around for a long time. I mean, we'll walk in the back and we'll talk to a painter, and the guy goes, I, "I like to call up and talk to, you know, Joe at the store or something." It's not exactly what corporate wants to hear, but oh, no, it's but our it is, biggest thing is keep feeding the train. You know, right. keep this train moving down the track as fast as it can go. So, one thing I will say about logic, I was blown away six years ago when we started with NCS Single Source was the fact that we had a program at FinishMaster called Info Manager. So for anybody that worked at FinishMaster on that, but it was archaic as far as the speed that the program loaded at, which I always, from the very beginning... Uh, because even like the purchase re, uh, purchase summaries and things like that, where you're sitting with a customer, you want to see what somebody buys instantly. That program is really quick. And I still say that till today. You know, I dial into that program and boom, the data hits the screen instantly. So yeah, it's, really it's unbelievable. I was blown away thinking, wow, Finish Master's number one. Nobody's going to have anything better than them. I was wrong. So this program is a great program. I love it. Excellent. Well, guys, really... I just wanted to take a few
0: minutes of your time, let everybody else get to know you and what you're doing. We appreciate you uh, taking time to be one of our. I think you're one of the. You're going to be one of the first uh, podcasts that's released. But uh, we appreciate what you do, and and obviously you're two and a half million dollars a month. You're obviously one of our, if not the largest uh, uh, sales producers in our company. So uh, thank you so much for what you do, and thank you for sharing with us today. Mm-hmm.
1: Thanks for having us. Thanks Thanks for having us.
0: Appreciate you.